hope the doors of the church are open this week. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. Thank you. Well, thank thank you, Sydney. Um, <laughs> this feel like when the pastor got one daughter, and that's his princess. So <laughs> he have her get up there and sing every Sunday, and I don't even need to tell you how she sound. I heard the church tell me to take my time, so I had to keep going. They that's that's what I heard. They told me to take my. That's time. not a good thing, Sydney. <laughs> if you're singing. And some, and you're not crying. If you're crying, it's a good thing. If you're not crying, and somebody in the congregation says, "Take your time," you're fucking struggling. That's what they're saying to you. Well, and in a in a sick way, it actually means hurry up. <laughs> I don't. That's not a compliment. Well, now take your time is a compliment when you're talking, but when you're singing, especially hmm. if it's followed by a baby, take your time, baby. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> they pity well, you. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I stood right. up here and sang my song. It was a song of my heart for the Lord. And yeah. I for the Lord. I opened up with that this week. So, yeah, that's also not yeah. a good thing. If they say, yeah, you know, anything, anything you can do to uh, praise His name, praise the Lord. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> praise Him. Not a good thing. <laughs> praise Him. <laughs> that means okay. Well, at least God gives you credit for that because. Yep. We would like for you to just do that in private. Well, that's what mattered to me. Yeah. From my yeah. mouth to God's ears. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what mattered to me. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Um, bless your heart. Um, <laughs> this is all very relevant. Bless because- your heart. <laughs> <laughs> because we're going to spend the rest of the episode decoding Southern Christianisms. <laughs> so. Go ahead and tell everybody what we watched this week, Sid. Yeah, this week we tuned into Burning Cane, released 2019, currently available to stream on Netflix, written and directed by Philip Humans and starring Wendell Pierce, Karen Kaya Livers, Dominique McClellan, and Braylon Kelly. All right, let's start the show. The new Chitlin Circuit. Welcome back to the New Chillin' Circuit, the only podcast dedicated to Black Indies only. My name is Lex. And I'm Sid. And each week we watch a Black independent movie. Why? Because we deep. We always on the top bestest stuff. We keep our thumb on the pulse. And we bring in y'all hot shit every week. And we love them. Wow. I wanted to add some more reasons this week because I think it's relevant. And I think the people listening will agree. I agree. Um, So y'all know how we do. Each and every week, we start with our 60-second challenge, where Alexis explains the plot of the film we're reviewing in 60 seconds You can save yourself some syllables if you just called me Lex, but you like being different. I do. And I I almost slipped up and called you Alexis, but I I feel like I should save that for off mic, because then you don't want people in real life calling you Alexis who don't know you. That's kind of strange. Thanks. Yeah. See how I do for you? Anyway, this week's challenge <laughs> is brought to us by Broadman Church Wafers. <laughs> and nice. start our clock. Are you ready to go? I really, Honestly, friend, I feel like maybe I should give you like five seconds uh, additional. This I don't need it. Oh, well, even better. I, okay. I, never lost. 
Never lost. Okay, you got God Undefeated. on your side. Okay. Yes, yes, okay. I do. All right. Well, let's go. Let's go ahead and start okay. the clock then. Uh, down in like rural, like Louisiana. Wendell Pierce is in it, so I assume it's Louisiana. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there is a, a community. So there is a mother who has a troubled son who has mm-hmm. a son. So yeah. her adult son has her grandson. Her adult son, alcoholic, bad vibes, mm-hmm. tough time, can't find work in a uh, just bad um, situation with his relationship and stuff. The mother of, of that man also goes to a church where Wendell Pierce is the pastor. He's Pastor um, Tillman. His name? Reverend Tillman. Tillman. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Reverend Tillman, uh, who is also a drunk <laughs> and yep. also just, you know, he's a classic, you know, pastor talking out of both sides of his mouth and he's a very troubled man as well. Um, we're just taking through a slow walk through the turmoil of this community. All right. Two seconds left. Oh, cause you was running out. I Not could tell day. you had some more points to go. All I, had right. to, I, had to, I wrapped it up though. I wrapped yeah. It up. You wrapped it up. You wrapped it yeah. up. All right. We get a ding this week. Thank you. All right. Okay. Well, listen, homegirl, there's really a lot to unpack here. So we're going to get on to our general thoughts on mm-hmm. Burning Cane. Before we get into our review of Burning Cane, I want to take a second to shout y'all out to listen to homegirls. You guys support us so much on social media with your five-star reviews. We really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, jumping over to the TikTok streets, we actually had listen to homegirl Deshanae G., uh, comment on a film we reviewed a while back, anime. Uh, she says, I liked how you, I know you warned us, but damn, the end of anime just pissed me off too. <laughs> so, and I feel you, girl. You know, that was yeah. very, uh, that was a very interesting review. I recommend you guys go check out the review and check out the movie too. Mm-hmm. If you have some comments on a movie we reviewed uh, before, uh, always reach out to us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, or ask at the new We love to hear from you guys about the films we review and just your general thoughts on the show. Lastly, the best way you can support us if you just dying to support the new Chitlin Circuit is a five-star review and a comment on Apple Podcasts or a five-star review on Spotify as well. Let's get back to the show. I want to know, what did you think of Burning Cane? I'm going to bring back my same, um, what'd you call it? The behind the music intro? Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but for real though, um, I feel like maybe it's me. Like, you know, we, we like to talk about, you know, and everyone's like, get us an art house indie film. And I think yeah. this movie might've been too artsy for me. I want to oh, start okay. there. Yeah. I think <laughs> I, like the plot points for all of the characters were very clear, but like, I just, I don't know. It just, just felt like very, just kind of like dark and like sullen, like the, you know, the intriguing artist in the back of the room who doesn't say much, but you know, he's working on something. That's just kind of what it felt like to me. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, and for that reason, I was excited because, you know, I love Wendell Pierce. I think he's a great actor. We reviewed another film he was in. Uh, I think a few films he's been in on the show. Like, we did the one with him and Journey Smollett, One Last mm-hmm. Thing. Maybe another movie. I can't I remember. I that's so, like, the only one. I remember that was just the only one then. So I was excited again to see him in another film. But I don't know. Like, the movie, like, outside of it just being, like, based in the South, which I love, um, seeing, like, these characters there. And like I like that we're gonna get into some like Southern church isms later on. I just don't think this movie really hit in any points for me outside of just like understanding that these characters are going through tough times. So mm-hmm. I don't know. What did you think though of Burning Kane? Yeah, you know, Sydney, I wanna applaud you for the courageousness that mm-hmm. and honesty and candor that you have just brought to the show because I want to be straight up with you listening to homegirl. And I don't want, cause I don't want to lie to you. You know, it's you guys that have got us to this place. So I want to be yeah. um, honest. I was fully prepared to come into the review and pretend not mm-hmm. pretend anything like about my opinion, <laughs> but yeah. what I was going to pretend like I was going to pretend like these events didn't occur. The events that I'm discussing is the movie ended and I felt a lot and I thought a lot, Yeah, but 
I went online to get an opinion. <laughs> I oh. did. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I watch a movie and yeah. like when I put my letterbox review for a movie, usually I just click add and I type my review before I see anybody else's, you know, uh-huh. to know. Today I went first to look at other people's <laughs> thoughts <laughs> just to see. And, you know, I, I got some, it helped me organize my thoughts. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it also influenced me a little bit so I could have something to say to y'all. So I'm not going to pretend that that didn't happen. Um, but I am still going to present my synthesis of those findings. <laughs> Great. I'm glad you said that, though. I, yeah. I, I want to hear uh, what you discovered in, in these yeah. reviews you read. Yes. With that, um, I think, you know, this is this is what we're considering um, with this movie. Here's what we have to pair with this. If the movie is a steak, we, let me give you what the broccoli is and what the potato mm. is on the plate, mm-hmm. too. Um, the movie's the main thing, but the broccoli is, this was made by a 19-year-old filmmaker. So this is mm-hmm. his first film. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are a lot of things in the movie that I have to knowingly put aside because they are kind of like commonly like seen, like like film student film mistakes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. so that I have learned through, through watching a lot of people's first movies, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Like it being too sullen, <laughs> like, like yeah. you know, like the tone yeah. is really like, damn, like why are you beating me? You yeah, know, I'm so there's stuff like yeah. that. But okay. we have to consider, you know, it, it's a 19 year old's film. He was 19 when he, I think he was 17 when he started filming this. Yeah, um, he's 19 only he's 22 now. Wow, he was born two the year 2000. Wow, that is so. Um, that's the broccoli. The potatoes mm-hmm. is. The second thing that you have to have with this movie to consider it and eat it as a whole plate is mm-hmm. c- cultural context. So, mm. you know, the reviews I see online, white people, you can't get it. Any, yeah. Even black people, if you've never been in a rural place and you've never just seen a long ass road with mm-hmm. crops on both sides. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> then you just won't get it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, so that's the potato. Like you have, if you just eat the mm-hmm. steak by itself, you're not going to be full. You right, know, I right, think right. we have to have both of those to consider this movie. And that's how I'm going to go forward. I like that. That's good. That's that's good yeah. analyses. Thank you. I almost lost it there. Because you know I transitioned to not making notes in this season. So. Yeah, me too. I haven't made, done any like yeah. formal notes like how we used to do. I just, I watch and I come with my like raw thoughts. <laughs> right, see how it goes. right. I wonder, yeah. do you guys notice a difference? <laughs> like, do we, do we <laughs> sound more uh, like improv? Or I don't know. Maybe you don't notice at all. Which is a good thing. Now we know our general thoughts on Burning K. Let's get on into some of these scenes. Here on a new chilling circuit, we like to start with the first scene in the movie. So let's open it on up. This movie starts in, honestly, a, a way that I really enjoy. I really come to enjoy in like yeah. uh, <laughs> black independent films, which is a nice voiceover. Give me some nice, yeah. like, I feel like that's black movies in of... general. Like, we right. love starting with, like, voiceover <laughs> exposition. <laughs> We, we do. Let me lay it. Let me what make a plane for you. We want to make a plane. Right. That's that's what I think it is. We love that. And it's just, yeah. It, yeah. So in this case, you know, this isn't the character um, narrating and talking us through like plot events or, mm-hmm. you know, giving us exposition, really. This is really yeah, yeah. like a mood setting. Honestly, the first 10 minutes of this movie looked like uh, in, in between. Lemonade. Um, yeah, it looked like in between yeah. songs on Lemonade. Yeah, I levitated. That's what I first thought when this movie opened <laughs> oh, up. I said, oh, okay. my mid-season pages from right. the holy book. <laughs> book. And I asked myself, are you cheating on me? Are you me? cheating on me? <laughs> oh, <laughs> fire. We got to get a damn fuck flex thing. <laughs> the grip that that had on. Because like I was Ooh. a, I was a early 2010s Tumblr girl. So the grip that mm-hmm. was in Shire always had on me yes yes <laughs> and i was gay like <laughs> it's just unbearable i stand yeah, <laughs> yeah. so that's what the vibe is you know we're getting this uh story this like poetic prose really uh story mm-hmm. of the woman in the like that we're seeing the video of it's a Black yeah. older black woman in like a shack, <laughs> mm-hmm. and she's got a sick dog that she's talking about. Dog's got mange, and it's just a, a story going through how she talked to like everybody, in everybody the she could yeah. <laughs> about what she could try to get this mange off this dog. Like, okay, try the apple cider vinegar, try mm-hmm. some borax, try yep. some honey. <laughs> you know, now I hung him stuff. out to dry, and he's still out there acting crazy. 
Right. Mm-hmm. And the, the refrain in the in the poem is like, so I put that on him, let it sit for an hour, took him out to the cane so he can dry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did this, took him out to the cane so he can dry. So you're immediately immersed in this like yeah. um in this place. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And in this way of life. Because what we can tell from the the environment that this character is in is that everybody relies on each other and not on like mainstream doctors, Mm -hmm. mainstream, you know, um, conventional ways of doing things. It's a a very rural, I I don't think they said like, looking just like on the casting, like I don't know where, it is Louisiana, but it's like, this is miles away, I feel like from like New Orleans or Baton Rouge, like this rural Louisiana somewhere. Yeah. They is in the country. Um, So we get that. And uh, remind me, then we, did we go to the church then? Yeah, right? Yeah, that's when we see uh, uh, Reverend Tillman, like in the middle of a sermon. Right, right. So then we zoom over to the church. Not zoom, we just cut Mm -hmm. (laughs) to the church. And, you know, the Reverend, uh, Reverend Tillman is giving a sermon. It's Sunday and... It's a small little church house, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're playing um, Swing Low Chariot. Yes, and I want to put a pin here. I don't know if this was purposeful or not, but I want to talk about how full circle this moment exactly is for Wendell Pierce. So yeah. if we take it back um, to uh, the, the Black Classic, The Fighting Temptation. <laughs> How did I think we were going to get this review without you bringing that Because up? you can't. Wendell Pierce is a pastor in this. He's a pastor in The Fighting Temptations. And the song that gets The Fighting Temptations into the gospel showdown is when Beyonce and the crew go over to the prison and sing Swing Low Sweet Chariot. And that's how Faison Love, who runs okay, <laughs> the gospel competition, gets them in. So it's full circle for Wendell. Um, but this time playing a much more serious pastor. The pastor in uh, Fight of Temptations was so unserious and he didn't have a handle on his congregation for real. <laughs> so, yeah, but shout out to Wendell. Yeah, it's a shout out to Wendell's range right there. Yes, his range, <laughs> truly. Yeah. Well, thanks for the tie-in, Sydney. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we could always count on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, they, they sang in and have a good time in church and then the, the sermon starts... And you know, it's it's honestly a it's a pretty regular sermon. Now here's mm-hmm. here, okay. Then let me let me get through these first three parts because the movie is a series of repetition through yeah. these three parts. So we saw the mama, her name is Helen, right? Yep, Helen. Mm-hmm. Then we see Pastor Tillman at the church, and we also see him leave the church, uh, drinking out of his flask drinking. and smoking weed while he's driving. You mm-hmm. know, this guy's you know clearly. Uh, emotionally downtrodden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then we go over to see um, Daniel, Daniel, who is Helen's son, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know he's he's down bad. Like he he can't find work, which is just an awful thing in Middle yeah. America for a man mm-hmm. to not be able to find work, which happens all the time because it's not like they're booming job centers. Yeah, you know that's true. Um, especially if you have a record, if you have mm-hmm. any type of mental health issue it's really hard to hold down a job in a place yep. like that. And he's got a son um, who, he's, who he takes care of because his wife works. So yeah. we see him, he's drinking. That's, that's, we see that immediately. He's, he yeah. just drinks all day. So I wanted to take a, a pit stop because mm-hmm. now listener homegirl and uh, Sydney, cause I think, I have a sense that you're looking to me for some, yeah. some, some type of... <laughs> the events of the movie were very clear. Like, I could tell you what happened, yeah. but like, can I tell you what happened? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. what does it mean? What happened? I don't think I can really pinpoint those right. for you. I think I have an idea because the movie meant okay. something to me. Um, I oh. felt I felt like I got something from the movie um, more okay, than just watching yeah. the events. So one... As the pattern is the pattern that's set here is mm-hmm. we're gonna cycle through these characters and their days are pretty much the same. Right. Helen is working her land and going to church. Reverend Tillman is the Reverend. He's the pastor. He's yep. always at the church. 
He's going mm-hmm. to and from the church. That's what he does. I'm getting drunk. <laughs> and yeah, and getting drunk. And Daniel yeah. doesn't work. He's at home. He tinkers around and tries to fix things at home. Mm-hmm. And he just sits there all day drinking with his son. So yeah. we just see this cycle. So that's the first layer. It's like, it's, I think the point of that is to nail the emptiness and mundanity of mm. this type of environment and this type of yeah. community. I think that's what the purpose of like the structure of constantly just cycling through these same three things yeah, yeah. over okay. and over. I could see that. That's, that As that we cycle sense. through, we peel back the layers of just how dark things are and how right. dire situations are. Mm-hmm. So that leads to a good thing and a bad thing about the movie, which yeah, is yeah. I was on a constant, never ending search for subtext mm-hmm. <laughs> and the movie is shrouded in subtext, but yeah. also it leaves, but it's not super good. I think one thing that could have been more focused and polished is just helping me out a little bit more <laughs> with, you know, letting me know yeah. where I should be looking for the subject. Right, 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 right. You don't have to Making me more, me, more like but just we're omnipresent, but like really giving me the info. Like I sometimes I right. needed to be, sp- I needed to be spoon fed some info through, I think through most of this movie, which is what was missing for me. And now yeah. I'm glad that you are spoon fanning what happened to me because I really don't think I would have. <laughs> I would <laughs> like, gladly. <laughs> like if it was like a thing where like you had to take a sick day and I had to come up here and do this movie by myself. You <laughs> <laughs> would be like, yeah. Yeah. And then so, so he was uh, driving back from yeah. church, but he was drinking. He was drunk, <laughs> yeah. So it was an accident. But then yeah, I remember in the fight of temptation, I just would have kept going <laughs> like <laughs> Okay, and this is why, because sometimes I need you. This is listening, homegirl. You're watching friendship. You're watching. Yeah. You're listening to sisterhood. You're listening to, 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 to creative partnership here because this is this is what it's all about. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I have some, and I don't think I would have had all of this <laughs> had I not done some reading. <laughs> some reading. Yeah. But I did feel us like that first part that I explained. I felt that like I was mm-hmm, like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm I'm searching. I'm on the hunt, and the reason I bring that up is because. Pastor Tillman's sermons, um, the way they're written is pretty, it feels like more like improv. So when he's talking, I'm just digging and searching for subjects in the message and I'm not getting it on most of these sermons. Mm -hmm. Um, So that leaves me being like, okay, wait, what am I supposed to be paying attention to? Right, right. So there's a lot of voiceover, like, like, you know, poetic prose, you know, Mm -hmm. so I'm always looking for how is that going to apply to the next act of this movie? Yes. And sometimes it doesn't. Like the dog mange thing, I could dig in that and try and like derive some parallels to the film. Right. But, oh, actually, no. Sorry. I get it now. (laughs) (laughs) I get it now. Now that I, nope, that makes sense. Oh, please explain to the rest of us, i.e. me. instantly. Okay. Daniel is the dog. (laughs) Oh, with the mane. She'd have yeah. to put the dog down eventually. Oh, right. okay. Because she gotcha. ends all of that. Like, I done tried everything yeah. with this dog. And she ends mm-hmm. it by saying, well, I'm not taking him up to the doctor because all they're going to tell me is to take him out back yeah. and shoot him. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. <laughs> now, yep. it, now it okay. makes sense. Okay. All right. And this is the broody of bringing this type of discourse, this type of review, this type of platform. Mm-hmm. To the black film landscape that we do here, yes. Sydney, and listener homegirl, you too, at like participating in this, is because sometimes a movie only makes sense when you talk about it with your homegirl. That's so true. That's that's so true. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> that's true. I feel like after I remember after the photograph came out, people were trying to dog the movie, and I had to sit back. And say, Y'all wrong. Let's let's have a chit chat. And I changed so many opinions around. I said you're, you're wrong. Like you, Sydney, I don't know. Go rewatch. I watched it. it. I watched it. It was straight. See, we didn't have a full conversation about it though. Once, once we like, because yeah, I had just, we I just down, watched it like a month ago. See, exactly. I, I didn't see. We can sit down and chat about it. I'm a 180. You're gonna be in love with that movie after we talk about Maybe it. Maybe so. All right, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it offline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so now it makes sense. Okay, so now we're we're in it a little bit more, right? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So another thing that I think is a commentary on um, Christianity when it's in a place where it's, it's the community. The church yes. is the community. The community, yeah. In a place like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
you're either at the church or you're at the juke joint. Yeah, at home. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. It. Either or, right? yeah. You yeah. were God or you were a sinner. That's that's right. that's, that's the what only it is. neutral place is the fish fry lady. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, you're right. The lady who's selfish. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? So yeah. yeah, I think the comment like what I felt was the commentary of there's a veneer of mm-hmm. like uh, of togetherness and of Christ. Yes. <laughs> as soon as you look past it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You see some really fucked up stuff going on. And mm-hmm. I also think this is a commentary on men. <laughs> to be honest, I'm having a hard time not seeing it that yeah. way as well. Like the relationships between men and women in in a place like this mm-hmm. where n- everybody's poor. So the only social power men have like black men in a black community in in a rural place like this yeah the only control they have is violence and they will use it use it so that leads us to let's go on into the second round of plot Mm -hmm. (laughs) i feel like i'm doing good (laughs) you are girl because listen you look i'm eating this up i'm like that did happen that makes sense now okay got you mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. when i tell you i this movie ended and i said huh. wait a damn minute well, and i literally thought to myself i, said, I hope alexis understood what happened because it's gonna be a real empty review <laughs> we got this no i got it but i like okay no i didn't get it i felt something and I could probably describe what I felt, but I pro- I probably couldn't. I link felt it all shook up. To you. Yeah, when yeah, you know, spoiler mm-hmm. alert, gunshot, and I jumped. I said, "Oh!" Woo. And then the credits <laughs> rolled. And I said, "Oh, this is unsettling. Oh, I need to watch something else before I go to bed." This was too. Oh much. my god! I put on King of the Hill because I, okay, <laughs> I need to relax because I ooh, it got me. Literally, yeah. I went. What did I? Nerves uh, bad. I did so much, but it didn't even out my nerves. I went and watched an episode of Game of Thrones. It was Why fine though. It, it, it evened me out, you know, with oh, okay. like actual violence with like fake violence. It was fine. It evened out okay, for me. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Um, so let's get second layer. So now mm-hmm. we see, you know, Helen go up to the church doing a thing. And and she's pretty neutral in this movie yeah. so far. You know, and we, we sit with Daniel again, Daniel and his son. So mm-hmm. the first layer we peel back. It's because in the first round when we see Daniel, this movie could have used title cards. Um, it could I've have never said that. I've never yeah, said that. Yeah, no, before. but because I feel like this, and I could also see this translating well to like as a stage play. I feel like yep. it really Sticking would come across that gunshot. Clear, is a yeah, perfect way that's to end the stage play. very stage play. Yeah, <laughs> right. So I feel like that would have this some title cards here would have would have worked for right. sure. Right, and instead of the voiceover, we could have just had us a soliloquy. I would I would have liked know, a nice little monologue. You know? Yes. Um, yeah. So we're back with. So when we first see Daniel, he's just putting his son to bed. We can see Daniel's down bad, but he's just he seems like an upstanding guy. He's putting his son to mm-hmm. bed, gives him some milk, and tell him to go to sleep. As we yeah. t- as it turns out, it seems to be some uh, food scarcity in the house. Yeah. Yeah. So at first, I'm thinking, okay, well, yeah, if all you got is whole milk, then damn, y'all can't get some cans from the church. Some damn. You know. You know, because your mama so, always up there. I know she right, <laughs> right, right. Mama always up at the church. So, so Daniel cooks some eggs for the boy, and I guess you know school is out or something because the boy's yeah, just, I think he so. stays home the whole day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Daniel drinking whiskey right out the bottle, and yeah. you know they listening to old records and stuff, and he gives the boy some of the whiskey. The bottle. Uh, oh. And the boy's like eight or nine years old at the oldest. Yeah. At the yeah. oldest. He could have been like six or seven. He's a little If fella. he's just tall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, oh, that's not mm, that's you can't that's do that. what I, where the mama at? That's my first thought. Where where the boy mama at? Where's right. Right. what's going on? So then, you know, they're like dancing to the music, or whatever, and we see that the boy is like drank all his milk and he's like sleep at the table. And mm-hmm. Daniel walks up, and then the scene cuts. Now, the subtext here that becomes less sub is that yeah. there's some abuse going on in the household. Yes. And we, we see just how abusive Daniel is Daniel progressively is, yeah. throughout the movie. You know? Mm-hmm. It starts... You see what I'm saying? It starts yeah, on the surface, yeah. and the longer it goes, the more time we sit with Peeling these characters day to day. Yeah, yeah. We just mm-hmm. get deeper and darker. 
yeah. that's oh, that's really interesting. Um, it was like writing for yeah. uh, from Philip, like, and you know, not to say young people don't be deep. I feel like sometimes I be deep, but damn, that's mm-hmm. deep. He was seventeen when he wrote and directed yeah. this movie. That's deep as hell. Yeah, and there's a lot. It, the one thing I think, who steals the show here? Of course, I mean he wrote and directed this. Yeah. So, you know, clearly it's just him. It's just Philip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, who's who's making most of the uh, creative decisions um, mm-hmm. in terms of like what the final cut was? But the editing of the film and the shot selection, you know, was really really impressive because it it mm-hmm. kept my attention. What things Philip chose to show and yeah. what things were simply voiceover told, what things like, did we just J cut away um, right. to something else? You know, uh, I, I thought that was, it was really artsy, but it was it's also, yeah. it went with the motif of like covering up like traumatic things that happen, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yep. And I see it. Philip's credited also as, uh, an editor and of course cinematography. So oh, shout out. Wow. That's incredible, man. At 17, 17. I was it was Shoot. really popular to take p- pictures like Chief Keef. So you used to yes. like um what what we used to say, uh like get my glow. Yeah. And then, so you <laughs> yeah. would spread your legs really yeah, far apart. Real far. Yeah. And put like and listen to homegirl if you weren't in high school in 2014 like if you weren't yeah. A, a, yeah. a high school senior in 2014 <laughs> let me explain it to you you put both your finger put both your pointer fingers in the air then bring mm-hmm. your thumb out thumbs so out it look like yep. you're doing like a like a play gun and then put where your pinkies is together <laughs> yeah with your with your palms ah. facing you <laughs> and bang them together <laughs> That's how we used yeah. to take pictures yeah. for like six that months in 2014. Gang, 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 gang. That was a lot of that. <laughs> I was no doing bullshit involved. like that at 17. Yeah. And we was um, planking. Wasn't that senior year too? Was that not a thing? Y'all was still planking? I thought the planking went the went out in like 2012. I don't know 2012. 2012. Or maybe I'm it was a damn. <laughs> <laughs> it was another like viral thing. Um Yeah. We was, was like doing that, all type of shit. Start, yeah. Was that the Harlem Shake time? The Harlem people, Shake. That was know. Harlem Shake time. Yes. Why did they call it that? Because it wasn't the Harlem That's Shake. That's not the Harlem Shake. It had nothing yeah. to do with the Harlem Shake. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. <laughs> it was like the, um, what's that challenge that came out years later with, uh, I'm, I sound like an old the, ass lady. The, I can't figure it out. The mannequin challenge? The mannequin challenge. It was like. Like the mannequin challenge before the mannequin challenge. This shit is also like whack. That's <laughs> fuck. What? But no. yeah, like why was we doing all that? All that stuff, all of those things, except the <laughs> Chief Keith thing. Yeah, that was fire. <laughs> except that, that was fire. Yeah. yeah, all of those other things sound like you know stuff that white people do at sales conferences. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> do. I don't know why the fuck we was doing that. Anyway. <laughs> we'll have to answer for those. I mean, we yeah, already are. So, I mean, Gen Z is making fun of us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, the, safe yeah. to say, we were not um, this deep. At least I wasn't this deep at 17. I, I wasn't shallow either. Like, I was, maybe I was like, like, not like kitty pool in your backyard shallow, but like, maybe like kitty pool at like the public pool shallow. So, like, it was still like, you know, two, three feet. You know, you know? how deep I think I was? At that age, you remember, well, of course you do, uh, Nessa from the Bernie Mac show. Yeah. <laughs> how she used to like yes. poetry and stuff. Yes. That's how accurate like about how you was at 17. Yeah. I can see that for you. Yeah, yeah. That sounds accurate. I was really into Erica Badu. I, I've mm-hmm. always been into that because Cal used to uh, play that real loud. Cal's my yeah. oldest sister. She used to play that I feel like you was already burning incense at 17. Like that was your I was. There's, fo- there's photos. Yeah. See? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so for for this type of layering and like really comp- like a really like a unique approach to storytelling because yes. while it is a lot to unpack and it's not mm-hmm. a straightforward narrative at all and you have to keep your eyes on the screen because if your eyes aren't on the screen you're you know going to miss a lot. On. Yeah. This yeah. story is told very visually and like of course there's voiceover and stuff there's dialogue mm-hmm. but like it's it's very unique and it's complex. It's not simple. So Yeah, yeah. I don't think I would. I know I wouldn't have been able to make nothing like this at, at that age. So. And I also see like why Ava 
Um, and oh, yeah, this is right up her alley. Uh, this is let's right around what she liked to do. Yeah. 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 So now we're still in the second layer of this repetition cycle. Listen mm-hmm. to homegirl. So now we go over to the pastor. He done gave his sermon and stuff. And he didn't come back up to the church house drunk. As hell. And I don't drunk mean as a skunk. He is like, drunk. Like, you know. A drunk man, sometimes they just get to smelling like gin all the time. Mm-hmm, like they just smell mm-hmm. like liquor all the time. But yeah. they look cognizant. No, no, no. He wasn't right. that type of drunk. He was wasted. Like he was yeah. drunk as sloppy. He's going on this tirade to the church, to the pastor's aides. Mm-hmm. <laughs> going on this tirade about, I, well, I lost it. He said, you know what? Them kids don't care nothing about what I'm saying. And, that, and they don't believe none of what I'm saying. Y'all know it. But I don't blame them. I blame y'all. What? <laughs> I would have been like, all right, Pastor. All, all right, right now, Pastor. All right. Let's you get don't you think home this now. has nothing to do with you being drunk? Okay, right. all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he leaves um, He leaves the church in his car. Helen tries her damnedest um, to not to get him to drive off. Yeah, but he threatened to, to run over her keys. damn feet. So he was serious. Now, I done told you now. <laughs> I'm run over your feet. Right. And what adds extra context to this is in between these two acts, you know, yeah. from the first time we see Pastor to this time, we get a voiceover from Helen, you know, where her part of the second round of plot is mm-hmm. her talk telling a story about Joseph and what was his wife's name? Uh, oh girl, I don't remember. I'll just give her a country because she wasn't in the movie, so she's not yeah. even in the cast list. I'll just give her a country woman named Polly Ann. Joseph and Polly Ann, um, <laughs> you know, tell she Helen tells this story voiceover. And she's like, you know, and Polly Ann was the first lady, and she always sat in that seat in the pulpit. Mm-hmm. And that seat, I've been going to that church for decades. I've never seen that seat empty ever. So after yeah. church one day, after service, I say, "Where's Where's Polly Ann?" Where's Polly to the Ann pastor, at? and mm-hmm. he says, "Oh, she's sick," and. I go, oh, well, damn, what's like, well, darn, what's going on with her? Yeah. And then the pastor takes me to the back office and he says, I just, you know, we got into a fight and last night. And when I came downstairs, you know, she was mopping up her blood mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. could barely, couldn't even say good morning. And I guess, you know, and the story kind of stops there. The implication is that the pastor put his hands on her, finished it. And mm-hmm. she's not around anymore, yeah. um, which is really dark. Very. Like yeah. it turns really dark really fast. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's so much implication to that because he's still the pastor. Oh, oh and he's I still see why. Uh, oh, you're putting things together now because now I'm thinking about the next part when, uh, or the next I guess act when I guess this yep. is Daniel's wife or girlfriend. Like we see yeah. her and hear her for the first time. Okay, we're here. Yeah, it's, I'm here. yeah. I'm you got there. sometimes you got to talk yeah. to your homegirl. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're so here. the reason I bring mm-hmm. that up one is because it's relevant, but two, yes. it adds this extra sinister layer to when the pastor like breaks his politeness when Helen is being like, "Oh, come on, just let me drive you to the store." Yeah, you don't have yeah. To drive. And he's like, "Back up!" Like he back swats her out. Yeah. Which like without the context of. This nigga's a murderer. <laughs> Without mm-hmm. that context, you're like, damn, he drunk. But with that, it's really sinister. Um, yeah. A couple hours later, Helen ends up getting the call anyway to come pick his drunk yeah, ass up accident. and take him yeah. home. Right. <laughs> On the side of the road somewhere. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So, listener homegirl, it's time to get to the third site. Now we we're spinning darker. around this toilet bowl <laughs> one yeah. more time. You know, so we see the light. What are you thinking now? What, you, what now? When you're thinking back on the movie, what do you? Let's pause. Yeah, I mean, now things are coming into perspective for me. Uh, so mm-hmm. that's great. Because at first I was like, damn, like I could tell the movie was dark just because like it's lit so darkly. And like yeah. every time we come back around to Daniel's character, like he his storyline always ends up with him in the bathroom throwing up in the toilet. And I feel like yeah. that scene got like actually like darker each time we saw him. Like like. Mm-hmm. Physically darker. Yeah. So, okay. I wonder what's like why why we keep seeing this. Is this like a repeat? What's what's going on here? I don't, it's just you know. a cycle. Cycle. It's yeah. Just I would like swirling down the toilet bowl. And I blame myself too. Like I was probably on my phone too much trying to watch this, and I would look back mm-hmm. up and I'm like, okay, wait a minute now. Oh, Again, you got to be you still in. Up? Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I probably wasn't in it as much as I should have been, and that's that's on me. 
That's that's my fault. So I'm gonna have to you go back. You caught me slipping. You know, you caught me slipping. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back and watch this. You know, and yeah, if really... you work up the nerve, maybe ask Courtney. Yeah, I'd I be interested know. to hear what she thinks. <laughs> she said, "I'll um, ask her." Yeah. yeah. So, um, third time around. Now, mm-hmm. I don't remember what the I don't remember if Helen gave a monologue here, um, like a voiceover. I don't remember that. I don't. I don't. Don't we open up the third time around with Helen and Daniel just like on the phone, and she trying to figure yep. out like how's the grandbaby, where the mom, like where's his mother, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. and then she says, "I'm coming over to pick him up because she's because yep. <laughs> Daniel's mm-hmm. yeah." But you know, in in sometime in between time, we get this uh, scene in the evening with Daniel, like around the third mm-hmm. time we see him, um, where once again he's putting like whiskey in his son's milk. And at yeah. first I'm thinking like, like the boy doesn't seem hyperactive or anything. You're trying to get him to go to sleep or something. That's like, what, what I think. Fuck? Also, yeah. that's what I thought at least. Yeah. Like to knock him yeah. out, get him drunk. But then, <laughs> you know, I think the, the firmest confirmation of the abuse that we get, um, I put a trigger warning. I know we're just kind of talking around it, but sometimes, you know, yeah. we'll hear all that on that Monday. The firmest confirmation we get from the abuse is that, you know, He's telling the boy to drink up the milk, which mm-hmm. really does seem innocuous if you don't have any other context for the movie. It's not, right. you know? Um, but then once he drinks the milk, you know, there's this shot where we just zoom in on the boy's face and then Daniel yeah. looks over to him. Like, in a, it's just a very pointed way, in a way that you mm-hmm. know. It's like watching the beginning of Lovely Bones, you know? Right, like, right, you know right, 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 exactly. Yeah. So... At that point, I'm like, I've I've never seen Lovely, Lovely Bones. I just watched a YouTube video essay on Lovely Bones. I watched I watched that movie once, and that was enough for me. I I because I, I know it's dark. I, it's dark, and I don't want to see Stanley Tucci like that. I just I don't like that. Like I don't like great that. range, but I don't like to yeah. see him like that. So I don't watch that movie. It's Why didn't they use for me. Army Hammer or somebody? I you don't know, care about. like an actual look scary ass person, like Stanley yeah. Tucci. Don't he don't be like that in real life? Charlie I like Sheen, to see him that somebody way. like something. That. You know, <laughs> you know, Hell, damn Johnny Depp. He's scary. somebody, right? <laughs> you know, um, yeah. I just wanted to be honest about that because we being honest today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't actually see the movie. When I know a movie gonna be dark or too scary, and it's not scary, but like you know, it's gonna mess with my spirit. I yeah. like to watch a video essay or a couple beforehand, so I know the plot. Oh, I need to know the smart. plot. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah, that's <laughs> smart. Yeah, no surprises. And the Lovely Bones. I don't. If you ain't seen it, I don't even recommend going to watch it. It's too much. Okay. For me. Then I because yeah. I thought the video essay was very enough. Yeah. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. watching little Sersha go through that. Yeah. <laughs> I said, Ladybird. Right, right. No, it's too much. Um, that's just that was Lady Bird. Wow, she is a legend. Shout out to her. (laughs) Um, so yeah, we get that, and then then this is the point where um Helen comes because she wants to pick up her son, her grandson, Mm -hmm. her grandson, because she knows without a shadow of a doubt her son is Daniel is no good. He, you know what my people would say. He ain't worth a hill of beans. He You're ain't not. worth a damn. <laughs> he ain't right. Yes. You're so right. he just sorry. That's like mm, the highest. He just insult sorry. He's sorry. My mom yes. and aunt, that is like the highest Ooh. insult they can My dad give. Loved I guess the lowest somebody insult. sorry. Yeah, like, oh, you just just you sorry. sorry. Well, yeah, I can't be lazy today. Like, I gotta be nah, sorry. No, you're like, sorry. Crazy. <laughs> so after uh, the grandson gets taken over uh, to to his grandma's house, we get this, you know, when you see the poster for the movie, you see a young boy in a bunch of like lemons, like in the lemon yeah. grove. Mm-hmm. That's when, you know, he's at grandma's house. He's chill. He seems more relaxed. Happy. Um, playful. Yeah. But you see, we're constantly juggling a innocuous veneer with a dark underbelly. So we yeah, get yeah. some shots up. Now I'm feeling filmy today. I was going to say get- innocuous. <laughs> Underbelly, like when I bring it underbelly, come like, on. Like, <laughs> so we get like we see Daniel, we see Daniel and yes. his wife at home arguing, arguing. Yeah, we cut away and the argument. We can still hear it, but now mm-hmm. we're watching. We see the boy at his grandma's house 
playing, being a Running boy, around, picking peeling women, oranges. Like, right, yeah. right. Peeling Pew, oranges. Pew. It was oranges, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, being a kid. So we're constantly the movie is forcing us at all times to juggle the veneer that people that they would want. Like the characters, mm-hmm. all of them would want this boy to be happy and like safe. But yeah. then then we're juggling that with the truth of the grim Nate, like the grim nature of what's really going of on. Actual life, yeah. Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now give me mm-hmm. some snaps. So really we still building up. I mean, because... yeah, because we we didn't get to the pow pow yet. Yeah. So <laughs> Daniel gets in this fight, physical fight with his baby mama, with his with his wife. I'm sorry. His wife. <laughs> that he hear when I hear he gets in a fight with. It fills in with baby mama. Baby I'm mama, sorry. yeah. That was a it was a, a Freudian slip. <laughs> um, so he goes to his mom's house clearly because he can't stay mm-hmm. over there. Um, and he's Raggedy, just there for a couple of days, just yeah, yeah. laying around, throwed away. Sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, still drinking, still ain't shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's having some conversations with his mama, and she said she does seem really just just at, at her wits end with this guy. Yeah, and then she realizes it puts two and two together of where the wife is, his, mm-hmm. Daniel's wife. Yep, and it's implied yep. that if he hasn't, if he hasn't like unalived her, then she is in a very bad way. Bad situation right yeah. now. Yeah. Either way, it's mm-hmm. it's bad. So. Helen goes over to the pastor's house. He drunk, <laughs> but I guess he can per be usual. a counsel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and none of this is explicitly spoken, which is just very on par. Like you, ev- everything has to be so polite. So yeah, there's yeah. so much subtext. Any scene in this movie, aside from when somebody is actively being hit, mm-hmm. any scene in this movie, you could take out of the movie and show to somebody and they would be like, oh yeah, yeah they're just talking about you know, I don't like, right, right, you know, right. The movie is all subtext. <laughs> you know, yeah, you're right. I, <laughs> like the yeah. one thing about it, I was like, I mean, talk about over my head. I just said, all right, well, <laughs> over your bob, <laughs> over my bob. Like I didn't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> so the the final act that Helen gets, and we get a really good build up to this because I didn't expect this at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought she was gonna give him a talking to. I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know anything what was going to happen. So she goes to see the pastor and she asks in all the subtext, she doesn't ask this directly. She goes, you know, so what, like, would you say somebody uh-huh. should do <laughs> in that situation? If like, like, say you got a friend, right? And you right. know that friend <laughs> is dangerous and yeah. also put another friend in severe uh-huh. life jeopardy. Like, how would you handle that dangerous So friend? what would you say to that? What would you say? And the pastor says, one, the pastor pulls out a scripture (laughs) and says, you know, it's just like, you know, Timothy second, like whatever it was. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. And he goes, this is something that that has to be handled in the family. You can't bring no outside people into this. And like, he's Mm -hmm. making that like Wendell Pierce face. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Eyebrows up. Right. Um, And that's just so on the nose of like the pastor even in like ultimate sin like we're talking about we're talking about murder (laughs) like and the pastor has a script to to justify like you know yeah so helen goes home and she uh, also uh, a co-star on this cast that's not listed is cigarettes (laughs) she she likes you're right everybody's (laughs) constantly smoking cigarettes She lights a cigarette in the bathroom, and Daniel's out there, you know, chilling, laying around. Know. Just he don't have know a what the hell going clue. on. Yeah, she has her rifle, which isn't mm-hmm. that didn't take me off guard because she's had this rifle all she movie. She lives in yeah, the yeah. I was gonna say yeah. Everybody you know, we saw her like butcher a chicken. Like I've right. Wow. Yeah, she got she a does rifle. rifle shit. Like she has. Yeah, rifle. like she does like, rifle shit weird. exactly. <laughs> like she might have thirty to fifty feral hogs in her backyard. And she has right, to go shoot. right. <laughs> so you know. Yeah. So she leaves out the bathroom though, and she, we don't see. We just hear. We hear this it, gun yeah. goes off in the house. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Cut to black. Movie over. Movie over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's when it finally clicked when I was talking to my homegirls just now. 
he's the dog with the mange. He's the damn dog with the mange, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she had to put him down. She tried Literally. everything. Yeah. And she put his ass down. had to put him down. She even, I mean, went to the greatest council, the council from God. She went, she yeah. went, and he told her the same I think thing. When she get up <laughs> to the gates and God say, um, it looked like, mm, that can't be right. It says it's a murder on your, murder. On your sin book. No, no, and no. See, she what goes, had happened was... What had well, happened I got was, advice like, from a man of God. Okay, what's his yeah. name? I'll type in his ID. I'm sorry. This is a confusion. Hmm. Pastor Tillman. That's not coming Pastor up. Pastor Tillman? <laughs> That's, I don't Reverend, have him here. Try Reverend. Like, try Reverend. What denomination Tillman. was he? <laughs> hmm. Baptist, I believe. That's not coming up. He, and you say he was a pastor. <laughs> Why a pastor. is he not in the list mm-hmm. of men of God? <laughs> oh, well, then, let me uh, Willa Coochie, Georgia, W. <laughs> As in, and Nur. Nur. I don't live Nur here. <laughs> T as in Ooh. town. <laughs> but Shout yeah, Delores. <laughs> and you know what? I what sat with me that I didn't have to go searching for. This is the, mm-hmm. the the thing that the first thing that came to me after I finished watching this movie. Um, because Helen didn't have a problem of her own. She was not a drunk. She she was yeah. not you know. Dealing with nothing. She was just a lady with a dog who who had rashes and mange. And she went to church and she she was there. She was a part of the church committees and stuff. Mm -hmm. She was a, by all accounts, normal person, right? So in this film, in this story, she she served as this like like bumper rails. Like Mm. like bumper rails at the bowling alley for these two completely Mm -hmm. reckless, completely uh, just dangerous men you know and i feel like what that said to me in my experience in like christian rural places because my family's from the country on both sides you know Mm -hmm. uh so i i spent all my summers picking peas and shelling peas and toting watermelons stuff so like in a place like that like in a community Mm -hmm. like that yes it's the men who have only one tool in their tool belt and it's violence you know right but the like the small social workings, the small the gears in the machine that mm-hmm. keep patriarchy in place, firmly in place in a yeah. place like that, those gears are oiled up one hundred percent in the church by women like Helen. Oh. oh, like it is her who is. Think about it. She the only one know the pastor done killed his wife. That's true. She the one went. He she the confidant. Except yeah, to true. murder, yeah, she's she's there like like enabling. I, maybe that's also why, man. like she, you know, like she doesn't seen one woman get killed by right. like a man whose only power is violence in this community. She wasn't gonna let it happen to another woman on her watch, so she right. went and got rid of the problem before it was too late. Enough was enough, and I really I like that. Yeah. So. This story I thought was going to be a story of com- like the whole community or whatever, but really it too. was Helen's story of yeah. like how she could use her role to. Sometimes it takes direct action. Sometimes you mm-hmm. have to shoot a nigga. <laughs> like, we got to get active. It, when, it, when it comes to keeping to black women safe, sometimes you have yeah. to shoot a nigga, especially yeah. in a place where ain't no damn police out here. Right, like, right, right. You know what Dr. Umar said? I can't save all these niggas. Oh, you can't save. <laughs> Can't save them all. <laughs> Talk about a broken clock. Yeah, twice a day. He was right about that. I can't yeah. save all these things. I'm going to open a mental institution <laughs> for you Negroes because you, you <laughs> for for corrupted Negroes. Negroes. I'm going to open. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he was he was right about that one. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I th- that's what stuck with me the most is that you know in a place like that that's so barren. And, mm-hmm. you know, of course, there's some some um, commentary on the alcohol epidemic yeah. in places like that. Yeah, we talk yeah. about the opioid crisis, which is really bad, you know, but alcohol is even more available. And yeah, it is. It's ravaging communities like that all the time, like mm-hmm. all the time, like thousands of people like, a, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's true. of course, that's there's true. commentary on that. But that's what really stuck with me was Helen's role and the matriarch's role in all yeah. of that. That was beautiful. I gotta, mm-hmm. yeah, we gotta put some applause sound effects here. You really carried this review, friend. I can't even hold you. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but you get it now, though. You're yeah, up to I'm, speed. I, I, you, I'm yeah. here now. I'm with you. Uh, we're on the same. You can page. take anything yeah. I said today and tell it to somebody else as if it was your opinion, and I wouldn't be mad. Yeah. At I'm all. gonna use the. I'm gonna say innocuous tomorrow when I go to work. <laughs> I want to. I want to find a way to use it in a sentence <laughs> and say something. What's innocuous? You know how I always it, on a day to day I'll say, well, I mean that seems innocuous enough. <laughs> say like See, that. instead of saying it's no big deal. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say that tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, what does it all add up to for you, Sid? Really, what? Really, okay. Really, really, I really want to know more about this filmmaker. Um, yeah. I see Philip here. He's from New Orleans, mm-hmm. um, and not even like to get in his business, but like truly understand like more of like what was his just kind of like not even purpose but -hmm. just like meaning behind even making this film and how this idea came about like new orleans is not a city or a place that is similar to what we saw in this film not to say like you know he could have like you know family in like a very rural place in new orleans and just like has seen some of this stuff up close and personal. but i really want to know like and especially at 17 that's really where i'm at right now like because this was a lot. And now yeah. that we like, spoke through it, I'm like, damn, this was even more than like I kind of realized just watching it through last mm-hmm. night. So I'm going to go watch some like Philip Eumann's interviews and see what yeah. he got to say about this movie. I think this was, at, at the very minimum, this was impressive. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I yeah. agree. Uh, to be honest for me. So yeah. Shout out to the young man. Shout but- out, yeah. Shout out to him. I want to ask you a question, Sydney. Yeah. Who came to act? Yeah, you know, we got a heavy hitter here. Uh, you know, we all, we, we love and we, we we support and help to see Mr. Wendell and lots of things. But each and every week we give out the Who Came to Act Award. And that is given to one person who I think left it all on the screen. And, and we mentioned it at the end, but the character who, and now that I realize that as well, who really carried this movie, uh, was Helen. And yep. for that, I want to give this week's nomination to Miss Karen Kaya Livers. She gets mm-hmm. the award this week. Yeah. 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 She she acted down. She did great. So yeah. I approve that much nomination. Her teeth confetti. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> won't you won't you take a picture of us? You <laughs> and your perfect woman. <laughs> woman. <laughs> Oh, Beyonce. Ooh. She just delivered that. Am I talking she about did. my husband or my Ooh. father? Ooh. <laughs> every time. Every time. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I Ooh. wish I could just put that up on my TV. I wish I could just watch Lemonade. Like, why right. can't I'll, I just watch that? Put you it can. on HBO, damn it. Where is oh, it? I'll, mm, I can watch it. I, I bought it, so I have it. I can watch it whenever I want. Oh, where I could buy it at? You think that's on the Play Store? I could buy it? I could buy it there? I don't know if it's on the you, Play Store, because I bought it through, like, iTunes. Oh, I don't know if she, because you know Beyonce don't, she don't list her stuff with everybody. Yeah. I mean, Lemonade should be everywhere now, though. Yeah. Okay. Well, this was scrumptious. And I want to, maybe I'll put this on TikTok some, because we've Mm. had the privilege of watching a few movies with with this type of, with this level of like world building and like, Mm -hmm. you know, so we did um, the one with Danielle Deadweiler last season yes uh what was that called uh, oh my god when she had to fight off the white man yeah Oof. appalachia yeah yeah that was crazy i forgot about what, what was it? i saw her recently actually when i was in brooklyn yeah like a few weeks ago devil to pay that's what it was devil called. to pay that one was yeah. good and that was i i believe i feel like we watched something else that had the same feeling of like like you know this is a did we watch something else that was either rural or like I have to break my brain and put the list. Yeah, together. I gotta go back and look through. I mean, yeah, we, at this point, we're we, at we've seen like a hundred movies. I don't know. Over, we're at like episode one twenty, so this would be Jeez. like episode one twenty four when this comes out. Jeez, some so, movie watching ass niggas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. Well, this was I. I was really excited to come and sop all this up with you, friend, because um, there was mm-hmm. a lot. There was a lot of potluck on the plate. Jesus, up, so. be a biscuit and let me sop you, you up. There we go. <laughs> like a biscuit. That's how we going in that. Like a biscuit. Y'all still yeah. Anglo-Saxon. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't know. Okay, yeah. Um, thank you, listener, homegirl. And look, clearly, you know, this is open forum. I've been told 
more than once on this show. Girl, you got it all the way wrong. So, <laughs> so you know, I want to hear what y'all think about it too. If you've seen the movie, it's on Netflix. We it's rare that we yeah. get to watch. You know, we get to Netflix, Netflix like stripped every black independent movie ever from their platform. Right. They just, I mean, it used to be abundant, and that was nothing on there. Right. So, <laughs> so I mean, it's on Netflix. And it's not yeah. long, so... Yeah, it's not long. Give it a watch and let us know what you think, because clearly our opinions are still developing. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to watch it. I'm going to probably watch it again, maybe like with friends, so I can yeah. like have some people in the room with me. I don't want to watch right. this alone, now that I realize right. how... Yeah. Right. It, yeah. So. All right. Um, let's get out of here, then. All right. We'll see y'all next week. Thanks for listening. To join in on the conversation... Follow us on Twitter at TNCCPod and on Instagram at New Chitlin Circuit. And that's spelled C-H-I-T-L-I-N. And for the latest and greatest, check out our website at thenewchitlincircuit.com. Circuit.com.